Hey guys, welcome back to Who's Listening with Leon Andrews. I am your host. So today we're talking about doing the things and the things that do the things and the things that get at things and things that get things accomplished and you're doing all the actions that are successful. You feel me? Recently, we just finished up doing Gasparilla. If you guys are not familiar with Gasparilla, it is a pirate festival to celebrate the legendary pirate, he may or may have existed, named Jose Gaspar. So now they do this festival every year around January, February. It's a celebration of that. It's just an excuse to dress up like a pirate and get drunk. But I was able to work that day and make good, good, good money that day. I don't really observe the holiday or the festival. I never really heard of it until I moved into this area. But I will tell you that it does make good money as like a ride sharer, <clears throat> as a ride sharer profession. So it's awesome. Made awesome money. Met some cool people. And believe it or not, this year, Gasparilla 2019 seemed rather tamed by comparison to the 2018 and the 2017 Gasparillas. It was a what a lot of people would say is a shit show. And it was a shit show. It was almost impossible to pick anybody up, but I wasn't even worried about it because as soon as they canceled or I canceled on them, I got another ride right away. This brings me to another thing, being in control. Now, when I say being in control, I'm not talking about like keeping your emotions in check or anything like that and say, you've got to be in control. Uh, Sanders, you need to listen and be in control of your emotions because boys don't cry and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, Shut the fuck up, Jordan. No one no one talks like that, first of all, you son of a bitch. Second of all, when I say get in control, I'm saying that you are able to handle the things in your life, handle one step at a time. As we've talked about before, you know, the gradient steps, the level by levels, the step by steps, etc. You're taking everything step by step. Being in control of those steps, you're able to just do them, do the succession, successful actions from beginning middle to the end point and then you have yourself a completed action right that's what i'm talking about so when i say i was in control i was in control of the people who were around me the rides themselves the picking up the person the driving all the way to the point that i dropped them off at their location and all it takes man when it gets so fucking crazy around things like gasparilla where there's like thousand like, like a thousand people or more who are just drunk which by the way Usually, I would deal with really shit-faced people. Everyone this year seemed to just have a good, solid buzz. I don't know if it was the fact that it was 45 degrees Fahrenheit this year and everyone was cold and everyone was like, look, bro, we got, like, look. Everyone's going at each other saying, hey, look, man, it's fucking cold. I just need to chill. You know what I'm saying, Brian? I just need to chill and just, like, I just want to drink this beer and just chill. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I was dealing with. It was just pretty buzz people. Everyone was cool this year. Everyone was able to pick up the phone, tell me where they were at, pick them up. Rides were smooth as fuck. Awesome. You can never ask for like a better kind of ride or better kind of time that way. You know what I'm saying? That's what I liked about yesterday, or not yesterday, what I liked about this last Saturday at Gasparilla. It was super cool. But makes me think, you know, one has to be in control, right? If a person can't control something, then he has what you would call bad control. Now, needless to say, if something were to happen to, let's say, Claudia, and Claudia was a dancer, she's in control of her moves. She can kick, she can jump, she can whatever ballet terms or nomenclature that I don't know at this moment, plie, whatever. But let's say Claudia 
is dancing one day and she doesn't pay attention that to the floor is wet and then she slips and falls and twists her ankle or whatever. Does she have no control? Is that bad control? Well, it's no control, but it's not bad control. Sometimes a little randomness into someone's universe can cause a little bit of like a crash and then it can kind of just make us all upset and that happens and that's completely okay. It's kind of like when you're pulling up to a red light and someone rear ends you from behind and you're like you're like bro how do you hit me at a red light what the f- were you not paying attention and the dude comes out of the car going hey hey i'm sorry bro but i saw this possum dude you saw a possum yeah man i saw a possum dude you should be looking in front of you man not looking at no possum at two in the morning bro you know what is wrong with you craig god you, the person who got rear-ended, you were in control, but you didn't have any control. You had no control on the person who rear-ended you. That person that rear-ended you has bad control. That's bad control. Being able to pick up a cup of coffee and then pour it, put in your creamer, put in your sugar, and then carry it all the way over to the table to sit down, relax, and drink your coffee for the morning or whatever before you get started on your day, that's good control. Pouring the milk all over the fucking place and everywhere but the coffee cup, that's bad control. That's what we're talking about. Anybody that doesn't take Uber into the level of going in and calling the calling the person, hey, saying, hey, man, hey, Cheryl, I'm over here by, like, Esperanza Road, man, on Bay to Bay. Like, where you at right now, girl? And Cheryl just goes, well, I'm over by the restaurant. I'm at that bar. Red Dogs, can you come pick me up? And you're like, bruh, I know where that's at. That's control. That's being at a, like, at a, that's being, like, effective at your job. And, you know, when you're just, if you're not in control of your job, you're not, you're just in that effect. You're not effective and you're at an effect, meaning that your job is controlling you. You're letting your environment controlling you. And that's what I'm talking about today, man. So we're going around like, and we're driving, we're doing our things. We're coming up on a smooth ride, picking up Cheryl, picking up Daryl, picking up Tom, picking up, you know, I'm trying to think of a name. Come on, Andrew, you know, come up with a name. Tyler? No, I already used Tyler. Whatever, fuck it. So... Being in control is being cause. Having good control is being a good cause. You're going out and you got to do the successful actions just like that. So what happens when you have good control? Well, you should have good results, right? If you go in and decide, I'm going to pay my debt, you're going to take it one step at a time. You're going to pay the one of the shortest bill first. And that is, honestly, guys, that's the secret to handling your debt. If you have several credit cards, you start with the one with the lowest amount, with the lowest balance and you kill it you put more money in that one than the other ones until that one hits a zero balance then you go to the next lowest one and then you do the same thing again paying more a little bit more into it than the other ones that are a little bit more expensive that's having good control now isn't it you're handling your debt that's what i'm doing i'm in some debt myself like come on student loans i got i got some credit card debt and i'm even indebted to my girlfriend what you would call what i would call a freeloader's debt in other words there was a time when we moved into this place and she was paying most of the rent and I was handling the bills. We hit some hiccups, especially myself. I wasn't making that much money while I was doing Uber. It was a whole thing. So it's what I like to call a freeloader's debt. So I was in freeloader's debt with my girlfriend for about $1,000. Now I got it down to six something. I can't remember what she told me today, but that just basically means I'm handling it. It's awesome. 
So once I get her handled, I get all those things, I'm also paying my credit cards and handling those bills just that way in that same way. I'm paying a little bit more to the other one, so it's all handled, good, go, rock, solid. You feel me? And that, that's good control. Bad control would be not paying my bills. Knowing the fact and knowing the fact that I got a bill coming up and completely ignoring it or completely not paying back my girlfriend, that's bad control. I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to fucking do that. Another example of bad control is at my job where I need to call people all the time, get them to these like webinars for both the physical therapists or the veterinarians and being like a complete fucking asshole on the phone. That's bad control. Good control would be putting in nice, solid communication. Hey, how's it going? I'm just calling from veterinary, you know, practice solutions. I just want to invite Dr. Cheryl Steen to this webinar we're doing this Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Is she available? No? Okay. Can I, you take a message or I can send an email? Boom. End of cycle. Good control right there. You know what I'm saying? And things have been pretty awesome. I got back to studying because I needed to, right, guys? I needed to get back on study because I want to at least, I mean, I'm not looking to develop a video game, but I want to have the concept of a video game that could be developed at a later on period. So I had to get back to my study. I actually finished up the chapter of the internal game balancing and all that. Done with that. Now I'm reading the chapter on adventure games because I do have this story in my head of an adventure game that I would like to develop. You know, if I can get a chance to develop it. And honestly, I'm reading, I'm, you know, what's so cool is I'm reading this chapter and all these ideas are firing off in my head and all the synapses and all these charges. Click, 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 click. All these things is happening and my brain is just ticking. It just feels so good. You know what I mean? It feels amazing to just be able to start thinking and looking at things in a different way and going, yeah, man, I can totally put this in my game. Yo, I got to make sure I got to put this in the game. Thinking this way, thinking that way. It's awesome. So I'm super excited about that. I got it all like written. I got my idea in my head. I even wrote a design, not a design document, a high concept document earlier before I started reading the book again. And now, as I'm about to finish up, my goal is to write a document from beginning to end. Redo the high concept document. You know, give a game treatment or start figuring out like what a you know good game design document with all the characters, where I want it, how I want to structure the story, how I want to structure the flow to the game. Get it all going so when I finally look at this thing from step back and say, yo, <laughs> yo, Jordan, yo, J-Man, dog. We can really develop this game. Let's get up on Unity and let's make this shit happen. And yeah, I said Unity. I'm gonna drop. A, I'm gonna drop. Drop a brand name. Unity Game Engine or Unity 3D. Go on there. Unity3D.com. If you want to do game des- game development as a hobby, I highly recommend the engine. It's freaking amazing. It's solid. It's intuitive. It takes no experience whatsoever to get on it and go and develop like a small little video game. Hell, dog. I remember this one. Hey. Listen, listen to me, Sandra. I'm talking to you. It literally took me about an hour and a half to make a simple Pong game. All right, Sandra? If I can do that, you can fucking do it. It may take you a little bit longer, but whatever. That kind of things happen. Don't worry about time, guys. Time is just an, it's just an absolute consideration of the world. We have ways of measuring time. Like at this point, we're hitting about like what? 13, we're hitting about 13 minutes in this podcast episode, maybe 11 minutes in this podcast episode. That doesn't matter, man. We can measure time. That's totally fine. Don't think about time. Just do what you need to do. Do the actions. Get it done. Do it with good control. And maybe the next time, 
you'll do it quicker because you already know what you need to do. Like I'm saying, when uh, previously and in a previous episode, I mentioned that I had to put in a bidet. I never installed a fucking bidet in my life, son. Let me tell you. All right, hold up, hold up. All right, listen to me, Winston. Listen to me. I never installed a fucking bidet in my life. Never touched one of those things. I know what they do. They clean your butthole with water, and that's cool. Get to save on toilet paper. I don't know about my water bill. Whatever. So here we are. I never had to put this thing in, and I did it step by step by step by step. Looking at it, checking a look, looking at the things that I needed to do, finding the tools that I needed, going out and buying the tools that I needed to get this thing done. I've never done that before, and it took me 90 minutes, maybe two hours to do it because let me tell you, there was that one part that I needed to get off the toilet first, off of the tank. I wanted to fucking destroy something. I really did, guys. I wanted to, like, take a sledgehammer and break something. You know what I'm saying? But I handled it with good control. Granted, I was frustrated, but I was in control. Bad control would have been I fucked up the water system. Bad control would have been something along the lines like I broke the valve on it. I broke the tank. Water is going everywhere. That would be bad control. I handled it with good control. Was it a little bit sloppy? Was it a little bit unintuitive? Maybe. I don't know. That's not for me to say. I'm not a goddamn plumber. Richard's a goddamn plumber. Richard, why didn't you help me, homie? Whatever. I love you, bro. And now the other thing is I gotta... Well, I gotta get back in contact with my one friend, Jordan, and tell him about... You know, I told him that I've been writing the outline of the story that we're talking about, and he hasn't... I don't think he's taken a look at it yet, but I'm gonna, like... I'm gonna go ahead and tell him again. Yo, bro... Take a look at it. Tell me what you think, and let's hit it up. I want to get this thing more refined. I think it's got a flow to it. Let's, you know, let me know what you think, and let's start on our iterative process, redo the story and refine it so it's properly and it flows, and the characters can develop, and then we can get onto the next part where we start scripting the whole thing and we're illustrating it. And next thing you know, we got a product. We have a product that we can put out there and share with everybody and say, hey, man, this is a story that we wrote and drew. We conceptualized. We want you guys to read it and enjoy it. That's what I want. So I just got to like let him I just got to let him know. Hey, bro, check this shit out, man. Read this shit, man, when you get a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, homie. Help me out, man. But I need but it's been really exciting because I'm able to do these things. And there's this this fantastic ability that of able to write again and able to do writing and that's awesome and then able to study and do all these things man it just there's this there's this great feeling there's this great feeling of when you're able to do something or you have the ability to do something regardless of what it is as long as it's not you going around stabbing people in the butt and you're doing out there cool things positive things you know awesome things productive things there's that sense of of ability that makes you feel accomplished it goes like right here right hits you like right it hits you in the soul hits you in the heart or it it releases this endorphins or releases a chemical in your head that makes you feel this this thing called happiness isn't that weird you know you got cats out there who are depressed or you know have problems or this and that and you know a lot of the times when I talk to people who well, I've known a number of people who have dealed with clinical depression or a little like very mild uh, bipolarism or what have you. And most of the time what I've noticed is that they don't really do much in their life. You know, their situation is not great. You know, they're in, you know, they might be in and out of the jobs 
or they're going house to house or they've lived with their or they lived with their parents and their relationship with their parents is not that great and they're 28 years old or they're 35 years old or whatever somewhere in that adult range and they're depressed and I don't blame them I'd be depressed too I mean not to say that my dad is an asshole or my mom's a fucking bitch no 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 they're complete opposite my parents are super cool they love me to death. They would support me no matter what I do, and they would help me out if I fell on my back. They would help. They would pick me back up. I'm, I, for one, am lucky to have parents like that. And if my parents are listening, guys, I love you. And if my step parents are listening as well, guys, I love you too, man. I love my family. You guys are super awesome, you know. And I'm glad if you guys are listening to podcasts. Thank you so much. Share with your friends. So. I have met people that don't have great relationship with their parents, and yeah, that would be, if I lived in that kind of situation, I'd be depressed too. But a lot of the times, people just don't. Or they, what happens from what I'm looking at is that they don't have their abilities have been taken away. Your ability to make things on your own, your abilities to pay your bills, are fucking just usurped by your parents. This is just an arbitrary example. Your ability to pay your bills, your ability to run your own house, your own space, your own having of your own space, gone. That shit was taken away by whatever reason. You couldn't afford to live at your apartment anymore. You couldn't afford to live at your studio anymore. Who knows? Your girlfriend kicked you out of the house. Fuck you, Sandra. You kicked me out of the house again? Bitch! Yeah, she did. She dropped your ass, Craig. Deal with it. Now move back in with your parents. But now, here he is, Craig. You know what I'm saying? Craig cannot do anything because he's broke. He's back with living with his parents. His job is not that great. Whole nother subject on work. But his job is not that great. And here he is. He can't be like he's back living in his, you know, he's back living in his room. His parents have control of him. They're kind of just like, hey, you can't be doing this or you can't be doing that or whatever. Putting all this like restrictions and boundaries and limitations on you. Bound somebody up. You limit somebody. People get depressed. People need freedom. Freedom. And freedom is ability. Ability to do the things you want to do in life production wise. Productive positive things, positive actions, positive decisions. Look up, wake up tomorrow morning and tell yourself, I need to do something today. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll figure that shit out. I'm not going to do it for you guys. Look, I'm not going to do it for you, but you in your own world, in your personal world, take a look at the things that you can do. Take a look at the things that you can control in your life. Okay. Look at the things that you can be cause over things that you could take responsibility over. Just list them out. Write them down on a list. All right, do that tomorrow morning. Wake up. Be happy that you're alive. Smile and say, hey, life may not be what I want it to be at this moment, but I'm going to make it what I can and improve upon it today so it was better than yesterday. Now, granted, I pulled that shit out of that. What I just said, I pulled it. I literally pulled it out of my ass. Okay, not literally. I figuratively pulled it out of my ass. But I still think it has a level of impact. And I do believe that you guys can do it. So tomorrow, right after this episode, write some things down. What can you cause? What do you have good control over? What are things that you're responsible for? Are you responsible for taking care of your cat's litter, feeding your cat? Are you responsible for cleaning up the bathroom? Are you responsible for being a musician? Can you play the ukulele? Do you want to play the ukulele? Do you want to learn how to play the drums? I mean, I've been learning how to play the drums on my phone. And I love, I never got to play the drums for real 
ever. And even when I had a drum set as a kid, I never really learned how to play the drums. And now I'm on an app on my phone learning how to play the drums just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles, guys. Just because I wanted to learn the drums when I was 11 years old. Now I'm learning a little bit and I would love to see if I can translate what I learned on the phone onto an actual drum set at some point. Don't know when. That's completely okay. But guys, if you're a musician or you wanted to be a musician, you knew you had some sort of affinity or love or interest for being a musician, you've always wanted to learn how to play the ukulele, man, go to the music store, guys. Go to a Sam Ash. Go to a guitar center. Pick up a ukulele. Go talk to an associate. You know, that's good control. I want to learn how to play the ukulele. Go to the, go over to Guitar Center or whatever music store. Go to a session and say, hey, I want to learn how to play the ukulele. I mean, could you just show me because I'm interested in buying this, you know, this instrument. And trust me, if it means a sale, he will help you. He will help you. Trust me. Jonathan is there. He's going to help you out. If it means to make a sale which is a part of his job, which is a part of his production on a day-to-day basis, trust me, he will help you out and just say, hey, this is how you use it. Hey, this is how you hold it. This is how you strum it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you, if you go, well, I'm really, if you say to yourself, hey, I'm really interested in this. Thank you for helping me out. I, I don't have any money right now. I, hey, it happens. When you get the money, come back and pay for it. Let him know that you're good for it. You know, he may say to you, he may go, Jonathan may go, rah, rah, rah. well, he, wait, he didn't buy the thing and blah, blah, blah. You come back two weeks later, you buy that shit. Fucking blow his mind, man. Thanks, guys. I really do appreciate you coming on here so much. Thank you for following me. And if you're not following me, you can hit me up at Twitter, at Alternative Zen. You can also follow me on Instagram, at alternative zen and before we go i want to give a shout out to vector bar and arcade i want you guys to know if you were in the downtown clearwater area or if you're in clearwater period and you want a place to go where you can drink and the atmosphere is awesome and you meet some really cool people and some cool bartenders and at the same time do you like playing video games and enjoy classic pinball machines come down to vector bar arcade over in downtown Clearwater on Cleveland Street. Super cool place. And upcoming in February 23rd, that's a Saturday, February 23rd, if you guys find yourself in this area or go visit or find on Facebook or Instagram, Vector Bar and Arcade, message them. Find out how to get a ticket because they're hosting a wrestling event, a local wrestling event, on Saturday, February 23rd this year. All right, guys. I'm Leon Andrews. Who's listening? You did. Thanks. Thanks.